Welcome everyone to the Oave Torah, Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Nun Vav. We will begin on the Mishnah on Daf Nun He Amur Bet, the bottom of the page. It says the Mishnah as follows. Shisha Debarim Asu Anshe Yericho. There were six things the people of Yericho used to do that were questionable things. There were three of these things that the rabbis protested against. There were three of them, three of the six, that the rabbis chose not to protest. Now, when the rabbis chose not to protest, it doesn't mean they liked it. It just means that not everything that's wrong does a person need to protest against. But it seems like there were six things they were doing wrong of the six. Three of them are protestable, Offenses and three other not. The following three, they didn't like, but they didn't rebuke. Number one, the whole 14th day of Nisan, they would use the day to graft palm trees. Okay? Grafting palm trees, some type of labor, and they're doing it the whole day of the 14th day of Nisan. Uh, some explain that they're doing it uh, the whole day, and you're only supposed to do labor up till Hasot. Others explain that it's before Hasot, but it's not called labor. We'll see that soon. Now, number two, Korchin et Shema. They're wrapping Shema. The Gemara will explain what that means. Besides for harvesting the Omer, they would also be Godesh. Godesh means they would uh, stack up wheat piles of omen. Now, omen, of course, everyone knows, is a korban that's done from new wheat. And this korban omen was... Um, Wasn't there a whole process they tell them ketor, ketor? Yes. So the, the ketira part of it was not optional. Uh, I think over here, though, you're going to see, if you look at Rashi... We're talking here about people who were not, they're not harvesting for the Omer. They're, because in Yericho, the wheat in Yericho is not eligible for uh, Omer, for Omer, because it's, it's a valley and it's not the right type of, uh, of wheat. Okay? That's a rule. Now, um, technically, you shouldn't be allowed to do anything to it. But the rabbis allowed harvesting the creep because they don't want they don't want it to go bad. So you're allowed to harvest it before them. The, the problem is that if we let you play with this crop before they do the omen, you might eat some. And you're not allowed to eat any before the omen. So the rabbis are allowing <coughs> the rabbis are allowing a person to um, harvest, but they're not going to allow you to pile it up because that's an extra thing that's not necessary. So they would do both. Now, the following things the rabbis did protest against of the people of Jericho. Number one, they would use the branches of hektesh trees for their own. For their own use. Hektesh trees are trees that were sanctified to the Beit HaMikdash. Some of the branches they would use for their own things. The rabbis protested against that. We'll see why. 
they would eat fallen fruit on Shabbat. So fruit that fell off the tree, that they find underneath the tree, they would eat them on Shabbat. That was a problem. And number three is notim pe'ah liyalek. They would separate pe'ah, which is a corner of the field that you have the leaf for the poor people. They would separate that even from vegetables. Vegetables are not hayav and pe'ah. Only fruit are. And they would separate it from vegetables. Umi hobi adam hachamim, the rabbis didn't like these things and they protested. Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in a brighter. Shisha divrim alsa hizkiya melech there were six things that Chizkiah Melech did. Al Shosha Hodubo, there were three things that the rabbis admitted to, that it's good. Three things they did not agree. Now, over here it's a little different. It doesn't say there's three things that they didn't protest. It says three things they admitted to. If they're admitting to, that means it's good. Okay? What are they? Number one, Girer Atzmot Aviv Al Mitashel Chavalim. When his father died, Chizkiah's father was a famous Rasha, Ahaz. Now, Ahaz, being a Rasha, had done many, many bad things. And therefore, Chizkiah, in order to show that the things his father did was wrong, disrespected his father at the funeral. What? Rashi says... Forgive. To get his father kapara. To get a kapara. Okay. And he pulled it, pulled him on a bed of ropes. Okay, instead of taking him on a regular bed, he pulled him on a bed of ropes. Uh, you have to look at Rashi and Berachot. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next, good. The Hodulo, the rabbi said that was the right thing. Kitet nahat He took the copper serpent that the Torah lists that Moshe Rabbeinu did. Moshe Rabbeinu took a copper serpent. When the Jews were doing an Averot, Moshe Rabbeinu took a copper serpent. And when the Jews were bitten by snakes, anyone who looked at the copper serpent was healed. That copper serpent had stayed over a thousand years through the Shoftim's times, Yeshua, the Shoftim's times, through King Shaul David Shilomo, all the way down to King Hezkiah. And Hezkiah got rid of it. Now, um, when he got rid of it, he was afraid because people might actually follow after it, Rashi says. People are going to follow after and they're going to think that it, the image itself has power when really it's Hashem that has power. So he took the serpent and he crushed it up. Okay? So it's amazing. You know, you have a... All those kings, all those kings that All those kings that, Yeah, they didn't do it. That's one thing. And also you see this is an item. It, 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 it's a historical item. You know, imagine you have memorabilia. You, know, you have a foolish guy. I got the home run that he Babe Ruth hit. Okay, I got the ball. Very good, very good. I mean, I, this is nothing. This is the this is the Nahash of Moshe Rabbeinu in the Torah. Everyone reads about it. But if it's causing people to have it out, out. Why, like, why, why didn't he hide it? 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 Just hide it. You would think you would hide it. No. Really Often it. you find they put things in Geniza. They made it right? Ganzu. Put it in Geniza. Maybe it got ruined. Who knows? Okay. And the third thing is Ganaz Sefer Refuot Vihodulo. He had a Sefer Refuot and he had the right to get rid to to handle it. Now the Ramban says this is a sefer for what was written by Shlomo Melech. Shlomo Melech was a brilliant man, and he had a sefer with the cures to all things. 
And any time a guy had a sickness, he could look it up and take care of it. And he saw that that was causing trouble. People weren't focusing on Hashem. So he took the Sefer of the Fuot and he put it in Genizah. Now, I think that Binyamin's question gets a, got a little stronger over here. But the Sefer of the Fuot, the Sefer of the Fuot, which is only authored by Shalom Melech, according to some, is in Genizah. And... Uh, and the snake that Moshe Rabbeinu made and is in the Torah. But it became an question. idol, a form of idol, idol worship. Right. Yeah, but this also gives people not to believe that I'm doing, I'm curing myself. Nah. But not idol worship. It's different. No, it's different. Okay. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. I'll take the explanation of Fred. Okay. Now, those three things the Chachamim liked. What didn't they like? Al-Sushra <laughs> The king of Ashur had asked him to pay a certain amount of tribute. And if not, he's going to come down and destroy destroy the Beit HaMikdash and the Kali Yisrael. Now, since Hezekiah didn't have the money for it, so he cut down the doors of the Behechal of the Beit HaMikdash, took off the gold off the things. He said, listen, it's Sakanat Nefashot over here. We don't want people to get killed took the gold off the Beit HaMikdash and he sent it to the king of Ashur. Mm-hmm. Now, the rabbis didn't agree. Now, why didn't the rabbis agree? Some say that he should have trusted Hashem. Mm-hmm. A few different opinions of what, what he should have done over there. Uh, now, normally it's a standard, a standard thing where you would say it's true. You know, you have a Sefer Torah to save somebody's life. You're allowed to sell a Sefer Torah to save somebody's life. But it seems like with the level of Bitahon that he should have had, he should be able to get, get, go higher than that. Number two, Satan Megi Chon He stopped up the waters of the upper Gihon, which means that he figured that the people of Sanhariv were going to attack Yerushalayim, and if they have a plenty of water, they're going to be able to last for a long time. So he stuffed up the Megi Chon, so the people of Sanhariv's army will not be able to have it. The rabbis didn't like that. They didn't agree with that, because again, Hashem is going to save the city. And number three, Nisan Nisan There's a rule about Nisan that the month of Nisan should not be uh, you should not make a leap year during Nisan, which means once Nisan Iber Nisan means he made a leap year of Adar, which means that he made a double Adar. Normally, Adar is before Nisan, and the rabbis could decide to make an extra month of Adar. Okay, usually that has to be done before Nisan starts. Here, before Nisan started, he decided to make a Dashani. During, 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 during Nisan, he, added, he made, no. switched that into Adar. During Nisan, he switched into Adar, correct. The moral of the change is the answer. Look at Rashi. The Hashan Nikhnas Nisan, Imlach Versa Adar Hashani. The Gemara over there asks. That's what this, the Havamin is here. Right. The Gemara Brachas over there asks. It's just in this Gemara. In the Gemara, not the Rashi. And what does the Gemara say? The Gemara says that he did according, he didn't hold the Shmuel's rule. Which was to do it? He did it on the 29th of, of, of on on the 20th, which is ready when it could have switched. Right, it, it could have switched. Okay, a little too late. Either way, the point is that he made an extra, and he, he made it a little too late. Yeah. He okay. Hold of the extra rule, and that's, that's, right. that's where. Right. Yeah. Okay, that was in Rosh Hashanah. Yeah. No, it's in Berachot. Uh, okay, and the Chachamim didn't agree. Rashi says. Okay. 
Okay, let's go. Says the Gemara. Markivim de Kalin Koyom. The Mishnah said that they used to graft the palm trees the whole day. Hechavidi. What would they do? Amar Bihuda. Mighty Asadara. They would bring a fresh hadas. Vishikrad Dafna. And juice from a Dafna tree. Vikimcha de Siri. And barley flour. Dirami bimana de lochafle olea abinyom. That was kept in a vessel for less than 40 days. So you have barley flour that's fresh with, berry, with the juice from the certain tree. And they boil it up. So they make this potion. And they put it in the hearts of palm of the tree. And any other tree that's in four amot, if you don't do the same thing to it, it's going to immediately wither. So that's how they would graft the palm trees. Okay? So they're doing this thing in the afternoon. They would put a male branch into the female branch on the, during this time. That was the grafting structure. To, to, to that's, make, how that's how they would do it. So that's at least in the same species. Yeah, it's, the Isur is not climb over here. The Isur right. is not that they're doing uh, climb. It's just that they're working during that time. So what's a male branch and a female branch? A male branch, they're calling the male branch is the one that's sticking in because that's the act of a male in relations is that it gets stuck in. So too, the branch that's being stuck the into receiver. the soft part, one into the, the female part, is the giver or the receiver. Something like what Rani said today. Okay? Says the Gemara. V'kolchim et Shema. The second thing they used to do was that they would wrap up Shema. How would they wrap up Shema? Amar Bihuda. Bihuda says, Omrim, they would say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. V'lo yom v'sikim. And they wouldn't stop after the word Echad and go straight V'ahavta. So they would say, Shema Yisrael Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad V'ahavta. Without stopping. That's wrapping it. Because they're making it one big long wrap. That's the opinion of Rabbi Huda. Rava Amar, Mavsikina you. They would stop before the after. Ela Shirumnim Hayom Alevavecha. They would say the words Hayom Alevecha without a stop. If you'll notice in most Sidurim, it mentions that you should have a little stop after Hayom. Okay? They would go straight without a pause. The Mashma, and they're claiming that the Gemara is claiming, the rabbis were claiming that the, that it applies Hayom Alevecha. Today it should be on your heart. Ul Machal, but later Alevecha doesn't have to be on your heart. And that was the problem. How would they wrap the Shema in Yericho? They wouldn't, they wouldn't pause. The very mayor, mayor says, Rehuda says, they would pause. But according to him, even though they paused, they did not say Baruch Shem. So why do we say Baruch Shem? Actually, Baruch Shem is not even a pasuk. Why do we all of a sudden stick this in the middle of Shema? So I'll tell you why. Just like Rish Lakish is Doresh. Tama Rish Lakish is follows. Yaakov called his children together at the end of his life and he told them, gather together and I will tell you what will happen at the end of time. 
ביקש יעקב לגלות לבניו קץ הימין. יעקב רוצה לתת להם מה יכול להיות בסוף השם's right hand. הקץ הימים, אבל הקץ הימין, השם's right hand. אוקיי? כאברהם שיצא מן ישמעאל, like אברהם הוא עד ישמעאל, ואבי ישחק, הוא רק מדעד יצחק, שיעשה ממנו עשיו, הרי עשיו, לבתם, came out of him, and indeed fooled him. אמרו לו בעניו, his children said, שמה ישראל, listen ישראל, it's funny that they're calling their father by his first name, שמה ישראל, אדוני אלוהינו, אדוני אחד. אמרו, what are they saying when they said that? כשם שאין בלבך אלא אחד, just like in your heart, there's only one, כך אין בלבנו אלא אחד. We only have one השם too. השם אלוקינו, השם אחד. אוקיי? באותה שעה פתח יעקב בינו ואמר, ברוך שם כבוד מאחותו לעולם ועד. When he heard that he was excited, and he opened his mouth and he said, Baruch Shem, Kivod Machoto, Le'olam Ba'et. Is this story in the Chumash, this whole story? Yeah. What? Is this story in the Chumash? No. It's not, right? This is the Gemara. There you have it, folks. Okay? Now. Every little first grader knows Baruch Shem, Kivod. This is where it comes from. Yes. Now. Amar Rabbanan, Hechen Avit, what should we do? Nimrinu, if we say Baruch Shem, לא אמר משה רבנו, משה didn't say it, it's not in the Torah. לא נמרו if we don't say it, אמר יעקב, יעקב said it. התקינו שיהיו אומנים אותו בחשאי. So the rabbis decided we're going to say it quietly, we're going to slowly utter it. Whisper it. Yes. I'm sorry? You're saying according to the Brighta that says that they didn't say Baruch Shem, because they didn't say it at all. According to this, they didn't say it at all. But you, you, your question is going to come up in a few minutes. Amr Bitzchak, Amr Deber Ami, Mashal the Bat Melech, it's Mashal to a princess, a little girl, she smelled the spicy food of her father's house. And if she says, I want it, it's I... Because the girl is not supposed to say that she wants something. And therefore, it'll be I if she says she's craving something. If she doesn't want it, she feels bad because she really wants it. Secretly, her servants decided to bring it to her. And therefore, that's why we quietly say, I'm going to be a Originally, you say it out loud. Because there were problems of minim, which means that in certain areas, the, the minim, which are the early Christians, were claiming that the Jews, after the Shema Yisrael, they were whispering things that they were hinting to their 
uh, their gods. And therefore, even though Hashem is a chad, but chas v'shalom, the Jews are whispering afterwards that Hashem is a but we got other stuff too. Chas v'shalom. So because of that, they said Baruch Shem, they switched it to be out loud. That's in El Tisrael, Rabbi Abu. Uben Hadai, but in Hadai, now in Hadai is in Bavel. In Bavel, there wasn't any Christians, and the whole problem was the idol worshippers. The idol worshippers did not want, we're talking about stuff. And therefore, the Lekaminim, they still say quietly there in Nahadai. Tanu Rabbanan, we learned in the Brayta. Shishadim Asu and Shegiricho. There were six things that were made by the people of Yericho. Shushah Bretton Hahamim. Shushah Shlobetton Hahamim. Ve'el Bretton Hahamim. These rabbis agreed to. Markibim de Kalim Kol Hayom. According to this, they did. They would graft the palm trees all day. Similar to the Mishnah, no? That's similar to the Mishnah. No, it but, over here it seems that the rabbis are happy with it. Yes, and it seems like they're happy. The rabbis were not happy. Correct, the big difference. Thing. Correct. They just, they just didn't argue. V'kochim et Shema, they would wrap Shema. V'kotzim et Omer, they would kotzer the Omer. El Shabbat Hanim, Godshim et Omer, when they wrap up the things they stack, that's not allowed. That they didn't like. This is a new thing. They would make holes in the fences to feed the fallen fruit to the poor people during years of famine. Okay, we'll see why they argue with that. On Shabbat and Yom Tov, they would allow you to use hektesh trees, branches of hektesh trees, of harub, which is carob, and shikma, and sycamore trees, even though the trees belong to the Beit HaMikdash. Those are the Meir. Amalor Yehuda. You call them Muslim Kim. Then why doesn't everyone do it? Rather, both of them are against the Hahamim. Three, they protested. Three, they didn't protest. These ones didn't protest. Those, yeah, this, Yehuda sounds like the Mishnah. But Meir is against the right? These are the ones that they, they protested against. Using the own things for, for using for their own purposes the hectish branches. You with me on this? Yeah, you know, yeah. You know. Making holes in the fence to let people come in and eat the fruit. And giving pe'ah from vegetables. Okay, let's go through them. Okay. Now, did Rabbi Yudah really hold that you're not supposed to, to harvest before the Omer? People would cut them before the Omer, before the Omer, before the Omer, and when they would stack it, it was against the rabbis. But the rabbis didn't say anything to them. So you see that it's okay to, to, to be kotzer. Says the Gemara, the Amar Michu Vlo Michu. Who is the Michu Lo Michu Rabbi? Rabbi Yudah. It still says that they cut with the Bitsun Hamim. So you see that even though the Buddha had said you're not allowed to be Kotzer, here it sounds like it's okay. Where it says, According to you, there's, there's four things. Not three. Not three, right? Because we're adding another one. 
we said that there's three things they do, but if, you, but if you list it, then there's the grafting, the wrapping, the reaping, and the stacking, instead of three. Ela, sami mikan kitsira, cut out the word reaping, the, the harvesting, that was okay. And now it fits exactly, it's three and three. Okay. Says the Gemara, with the two dots, umatinin gimizot shelektesh shelchaluvah shelshikma. You could... Allow, they, the rabbis allowed the branches of carob and sycamore trees to be used from the Bet HaMikdash. Amru, the rabbi said, people said, the, rabbi, the fathers who had made the trees hektesh only made hektesh the plain trunk of the tree. Not if the, the subsequent branches that grew had not been hektesht by their fathers. Therefore, they felt like they were allowed Still to use the branches that are growing from that because that's not what was my, their father was Makdish. So yes, when I chop down the tree, I'm going to take the trunk and give it to the Beit HaMikdash. But these extra things that grew on the branch, what should be wrong with that? This, here we're talking about things that grew afterwards. And the people of Yericho held, like the one who holds, that there's no mi'ilah on things that grow after you, after something was like tish. Wow. The Rabbanan agree that there's no mi'ilah on the branches. But Yisuda miha'ika, they agree that it's still asur anyway. So yes, it's true, you're never going to bring a carbon mi'ilah on the branches. But they weren't supposed to do it because it's still asur. It's still like dish. It's still like dish. It's still asur. It's some sort of a... It belongs to the Beit Hamikdash. They make it actually. How long do they have to wait to bring? That means wait for a few years already. Hekdesh. Hekdesh holds it. No, they make the tree hekdesh, and now now branches are growing from it. Yeah, so. That's a lot. So you make it How long he has to wait? Who has to wait? Hekdesh. The tree. They make the tree hekdesh, right? I made the father made the tree hekdesh. Now the branch hekdesh is empty. Now it starts growing, growing a branch, extra branch. That branch wasn't part of the hekdesh, so there's no meila. If you use the tree, which was. There at the time of the pronouncement, you use that tree. You, you chop it down. You put it in your fire. Then you you sure. you need bring korban mila. You need to bring korban mila. Sure. If you chop the branch down and you put down your thing, there's no korban mila. But it's suit, and that's why it's people get to go wrong. Hekdesh, it stays. It all becomes the property of the Beit Hamikdash. Right, but they can long? do whatever they want with it. They can say leave it in your garden. and I want you to keep it there. It's, it's up to it's up to the gizmor how long he leaves it around. It. So you could decide. Can the gizmor say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can the gizmor say you can use it? No, 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 no. He has to. He's, it's not his to tell okay, you to fine. use it. Yeah. It's like if you ask, could you tell the Esther Rabbi in the shul, can I have the gemara? Am I allowed to take this? Someone donated this gemara to the shul. Uh, you mind if I keep it? No, I don't know about that. I don't know if you're allowed. No, I don't know if the rabbi said I don't know if I agree with you. I don't know if I agree with you. <laughs> okay. No, that's how it's donated. No, no. So the way it works like this: when something belongs to the when something belongs to the Beit Hamikdash, so it's not the gizbors to decide what to do with it. It's not it's not given to the gizbor. When when a guy donates a a, a, a gemara to the rabbi shul, right. so it could be that it's the same thing. And he's just going to the Beit Hamikdash, right. and, and the rabbi has yeah, no right over it anything. Or it could be, or or it could be that they're understanding that they're giving it to the rabbi at his discretion what to do with it, right. and therefore, if the rabbi decides that by giving it to a yeshiva and they're all learning masechet, it's better sure. than better than catching dust catching dust in the basement. Yeah. I don't know, it doesn't mean it's not the same thing. Just but just okay. 
You had a good streak before this. Why are they picking on you, Fred? What's going on here? The first time Fred I'm comes, a, I'm on Jack Fred's is, side. I'm it's on open. Fred's to see, open side. Jack thinks it's open I'm, season I'm, on I'm Fred. Glad it's recorded so people hear. Let's go. They go to Amar Ula, no? Says the Gemara. Um, no, Oportzin Piratzot. It says mm-hmm. that they would make holes in the fences mm-hmm. so the poor people come in. Amar Ula, Amar Ishlakish. Machlok Beshel. The machloket is only if the dates are on the upper trees of the palm. So they fall on the upper trees. They make, it seems like on the top leaves, I don't know if you've ever seen palm trees, not the ones in Florida, the ones in Israel. The palm trees in Florida don't have dates. Okay, they're, they're, they're plain canary palms. They're pasul for lulav, by the way. You can't use them for lulav. Don't climb up and take a lulav. From Florida, and everyone goes to Florida. Yeah, I'm going to pick a lulav. I don't, really, I have nothing to do with Florida. I just want to. I want to get my lulav. Yeah, you can't get a lulav in Florida. None of them are date trees. But if you go to Israel, you go to Yericho, any of these places, tons of dates. And technically, you could climb to the top if you have yourself a, you know, you, you brought your, your quick uh, jig lig over there. The the, the the what do they call those things? Uh, yeah. ch- cherry pickers. You could yeah. climb up there and get yourself a lulav. Yeah. However, however, you'll find that the top of the tree, the branches come out like this. They come out facing up on an angle up. And it forms a natural basket. Someone would climb the tree, you'll usually find some fallen dates in that little basket of, of leaves, assuming they didn't, they didn't trim them. Okay? So the machloket is about the top leaves. The rabbis are worried that if you cl- were afraid, that if you use them on Shabbat, you might climb up the tree and pick other ones that are attached. Mm-hmm. While you're climbing right. up to oh, get the, the ones that are in the basket, you might also pick one. Yeah, there's a nice one here. You pick one off and you do it like that. We're not worried that maybe we'll take them off. But the ones that are in the lower branches, even the hahamim agree that you're allowed to take them. That's how... Ula understands what's going on over here. He's explaining it. off the tree. That, no, no, no. no Everyone no, agrees that you're allowed to take the ones that fell off already oh, okay. because once said, low, you didn't climb. We, the other there. ones over here, Ula's saying, the ones that are on the bottom, no problem. Of, uh, you could take them because the difference between there, once, if the one you climb the tree, I'm already it. there, and you look right next to the other ones that are tall, so you're going to pick one of these two. Get, go, while you're there, you might pick one by mistake. But... The ones that are on the floor, on the, that fell already, it's okay. Yeah, the ones that are low, no. And they don't hold the books in? No, but didn't we what just sit here? Fell off before Shabbat. Who told you fell off on Shabbat? Uh, oh, oh, they're not a Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, Rava's going to ask that question. That's, that's the answer right there. Okay. Well, Rava, okay. Amalei Rava. Amalei Rava. Amalei Rava. So Rava says... Amalei Rava. Amalei Rava. If they fell off, they should be muksa. Now, the muksa over here. You don't know which ones were from yesterday and which ones were from today. How are you going to know? Maybe it's a suffix. You say that the tree has a lot of them. Some of them could have fallen off, like Jack says on Friday. Some of them could have fallen off. Now. Okay, there's other opinions what the question over here is. But it could be that they fell off on Shabbat, sounds like. Sounds like some people are saying that maybe they fell off on Shabbat. 
Okay, so I don't books there. and maybe you're going to answer me by saying, they're not muksa because they're fit for the orvim. Which means, people who were wealthy would sometimes have as a pet an orev. Orev is a raven. They fly very well. Nice. Like people breed uh, falcons. They're playing tonight, right? Against the bills. Who, who are? <laughs> they're they're oh, ravens. ravens. Oh, the ravens. Okay, good. Playing against the bills. Beautiful. Um, that's football. Yeah. Okay. So people used to breed uh, orvim. The pelicans are also about teams, right? Yeah. 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 Fine. So <laughs> the falcons also. The, the falcons also. It's the falcons. Falcons are football. Yeah, yeah. but they're but they're, they're not in the playoffs anymore. Okay. I didn't know we're in the playoffs. Right? I don't know either. Okay, good. Okay. So listen. Yeah. So. The 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 Orvim people would raise them, and you the, and the way we, they would feed them is they would send them out to eat uh, dates that are on top of the trees because the, the Orvim they, you, know, they, you send them automatically do that. So since the Orvim are allowed to eat these things, therefore it's fit for an Orev. A guy can let his Orev eat it because the Orev has no problem to eat eat eat, mux, eat the mux. So therefore you could eat it too. Hashemuchan Adam lo havimuchan leklavim. Sigmar says. How could it be? If it's muchan adam lo muchan klavim, if we have a rule that what's fit for humans is not fit for dogs, then you're going to say, oh, we're, going to, we're going to come back on the other side, we're going to say, are you going to say that what's fit for a raven becomes fit for a human? Now, how do we know that's fit for a uh, human is not fit for a dog? It's not. We learned in the Mishnah. Rabbi Yudah im lo haita nevela me'erev Shabbat asura. Rebidah says, if, it, if an animal was not already dead from Erev Shabbat, it's asur to give it to a dog. Because it's not usable. Right? You want to say that what's, what's ready for Orvim is, is ready for a human? Shouldn't work like that. And therefore, it shouldn't work. Amar Ula, Ula says, in, yes, that's right. It's not good for a people. When it's good for a human, it doesn't mean it's good for a dog. When something, when, when a guy, anything that's fit for a person, he's not going to take out of his mind. Right? But anything that's fit, fit for or uh, is fit for a person. Why? Anything that's fit for a human is on his mind. And therefore, I, I so, so I don't see how this, Wait, the I, conclusion I, here is so that you cannot eat these fruits. So what's fit for an Orev is fit for a human? You want to say now that what's fit for, for an Orev is exactly fit for, is considered prepared for a human because it's on your mind, which means... Since you know the animal could, since you know the animal could eat it, then you still know that you can have it. Therefore, you still know that you could have it exactly, and therefore, a dog, a dog is just food wherever it lands. Fine, but so you don't really think about the dog food. But he, Dafka, knew that the raven is going to go be able to catch those things that are on top. Because he knows, so you know. So since you care about it, then it seems that it'll it's be okay for me to eat it. That's what it seems. No, I think no. Yes. Kiata Rabin, when Rabin came, Amar Shakish said to him, Shakish, Machloket b'shel ben Kipim. The Machloket is only on the lower branches now. The Rabbanan hold that what's prepared for the Orvim is not Mukhan Adam. 
Okay, Alva Shem Machadim, but the top ones, Divya Kol Asur, because in Shem Yalevit, so we're worried maybe it'll go up. Okay, so this is a stricter version of the same thing. The previous thing we said, doesn't it? Okay, before we said there's Machoke on top. And the bottom is for sure okay. Yeah. Now we're saying by on, on the bottom, and the top is for sure NG. Right. Okay. Oh, oh, not, not at all. Okay, good. Last round. We're going to go to the two dots in the bottom. Okay. It says, The people of Yericho would do pe'ah for vegetables. Says the Gemara. There's a general rule that in order for it to be pe'ah, it has to be a bunch of things. Number one, it has to be ochel. Ochel means it's a regular food. Okay? Number two, it's got to be nishmar. It can't, it can't be like canvas. It has to be ochel. That's chayab Number two, nishmar. People have to be guarding it. It can't be hefker. Number three, Gidlomenatz has to grow from the ground. Can't be a, can't be a what? Jack? Can't be a mushroom. Right? We said about mushrooms. That mushrooms are not growing them. They're suffering out of. Okay? You have to, you have to, you have to, you have to gather it simultaneously. At one time, you have to, it has to be, it has to all get ripened at one time. And you have to keep it for kiyum, which means you're keeping it to store, not something that has to be eaten fresh. Then it's chayav v'peah, then it's chayav v'peah. So we said about that. When we say ochel, that's excluding safflower and woad. Everyone knows what woad is, right? I don't know either. Okay, but safflower we know. Good. Vinishmad has to be protected, like we said, against hefkeh. Yeah. to grow from the ground, except for mushrooms and truffles. That's excluding figs, because figs, they don't, they, they, they they don't, don't ripen, ripen all yeah. at the same time. There's different times of ripening. You go out every day, my father, my father, used to have a fig tree in the backyard, and every week, he'd go out and go back and get more. Go back again and get more. They're not all at one time. And he keeps the kiyum excluding vegetables. So vegetables are not pe'ah. So why would they give pe'ah? Now, why what's the problem with pe'ah? What's the problem? We want to give extra pe'ah. Why give extra, they give it? You give why extra so that guy is also very why nice. Can't they give it? Problem is like this. When you give pe'ah extra, so the, yeah, so the people are picking it, the anim, they say, oh, pe'ah? Pe'ah doesn't need ma'asid. And they start eating it ma'asid. They're eating tevel. So you're going to separate pe'ah, and you can cause the anim, you think he's doing a mitzvah, he's slapping himself on the back, you cause the anim to eat tevel. I was saying the other way, I was saying that I'm giving blessing. You didn't catch it? No, I missed, completely missed it. What's wrong? Give me extra sedekah. Okay, sedekah is good, yes. question I got. Yes. Now what's going to happen? I'll tell you. What happens, what happens if you do kaparot, and you take your chicken that got slaughtered, and you didn't salt it. Okay. And you send it to the Russian people in Brighton Beach. Right. Who, you give them a paper, here's how to salt it. Right. And you know they're not salting it. No. They're, they're eating it anyway. Right. So they're eating bldam. And you think you're doing a mitzvah, and really you're doing it <laughs> Okay. Okay? Right. So, similar thing over here. You decide you're giving, I got pay on my, uh, on my lettuce. Okay, lettuce oh, very nice. Now, Anim comes, oh yeah, we take... Sure, we take wheat pear, we take grape pear. Okay, we'll take lettuce pear. Then we take wheat and grapes. There's no masel. You don't have to separate masel. The anim don't have to separate masel. Okay. Well, 
but but this lettuce, which is not really chayav be'ah, it's not be'ah. So, so they, they have, have to give maaseh. And they're not giving maaseh. Uh-huh. All because of you. You're causing You're them You're getting people ma'aseh. trying to do nice things. You're causing trouble. Uh-huh. Okay. Why, why isn't Hayab in maaseh? Why is it? Because not pe'ah. Pe'a. In pe'ah itself? No, but okay. But they didn't collect it yet. Pe'ah, you don't, you're not, they're not chayab. I think vegetables are chayab in maaseh. Sure, chayab maaseh. With a banana. Okay. You're saying with the rice and mice and truma? Okay. Okay. Amri Huda It's good. It's good. They agree that they don't do pe'an all vegetables. But here we're talking about leaves of turnips, which means the turnips themselves last for a long time. Okay, why? Because the people take the turnips and they uh, pickle them. Okay, like we have over here. Okay, so it seems like the leaves are edible. The leaves of turnips are edible. Now, technically, the turnips themselves, the people are putting in the, the, the colored water, the colored uh, pink water, pink brine. water, brine, brine. Yeah. and they're gonna they're gonna store them. Now the leaves are only put in together with the pink brine because they want the turnips there. But technically, they last a long time. So if they last a long time, the turnips themselves are chayav let's say, because they are kept for a long time. They right, right. The leaves you really don't want them in the water, but you do leave them in the water. Okay. So the people of Yerichos said, since they're there anyway, we can. They're going to be kept for a long time, and therefore I could chayav mipeah. And the hachamim say, yeah, they're there, but you don't really want them there, and therefore they're not chayav mipeah. Therefore, by by separating peah from them, you're going to cause trouble for the anim. Okay. 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 We're going to stop over here at the words Tanur Rabbanan on the bottom page. Amen. Amen.